Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here at the Shane Oliver Experience, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Turrbal and Yagara people. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. been a while been a real long while since i've actually released a, a podcast episode anyway i got ben hudson from distorted uh, what do you call it is it distorted distorted youth distorted youth that's right i was drawing a blank on that how rude of me i'm sorry <laughs> that's fucking bad uh he's a photographer in the in the local areas here and you've been how, how long have you been actively doing it in the scene now um first started in 2018 um but i really kind of picked up back end of 2019 kind of started trying to go to more shows and take it a bit more seriously so yeah, okay just before covid which was fucking oh, great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah I, and I i i wanted to get back into it right around when everything was all starting like it was already in in amongst it i'm like man any chance i get to go to a show to take some photos like i was gonna try and go to them you know so there was there's a good period like i'm i'm uploading them now uh as well my favorite shots are in, along those lines anyway but i'm uploading a bunch at the moment uh and there was a good period of may or june last year where there was a good bunch of shows on and it took some really good shots and got to get through them still like i'm only actively like going through them now and like archiving them and shit so that's hundreds of photos yeah. seriously that's like, why i try and do it after each show like because i guess film's a bit different you, you send it off to to get developed so as soon as you kind of get that like drop box in you're like fuck yeah right, like, so middle of work and dropping everything just to check them out so that's yeah so right so you use film like so for me i use i use a digital one right but i do have a film one i just I, you know because I, I i don't trust myself enough yet to like take the right shot with the film because like i've got to make sure i see it and make sure it's not fucked you know yeah uh so i've got i've got that one i've got film for it i just haven't taken too many shots with it yet now you can show me how, how how film works as well like because again i'm a newbie like I, I know nothing about uh photography i never studied art or anything like that i just started doing it because i like doing it and oh man that's how i started i studied graphic design um, at uni and as an elective me and my mate just thought we'd take intro to photography yeah and i was like i I love this and now i've got like a graphic design degree that i don't use but (laughs) (laughs) photographing oh look uh you're in the same boat uh i've got a business degree uh that or certificate whatever whatever you want to call it i I don't do any business whatsoever (laughs) it's like i was told i needed this degree but i'm not really fucking using it now so uh, yeah and you're in a completely different uh well i wouldn't really say it's different it's like in it's in that creative uh industry of, uh, to a point obviously like you know like uh, photography is art creative uh, graphic design is art it kind of fits in the same category of sorts but like yeah. i guess with with the design aspect so much it doesn't go across into photography but i guess you could sort of pick up sort of
sort of like so for me I, like I, I the way I try and take my photos is always just always remember to center it like if, if whatever the the main focus point of your shot is like say if it's the singer or whatever and there, there could be shit going on in the background but if your focus is the singer take get him in the center of the shot or get her in the center of the shot um get whoever in, in the center of the shot and then you know fuck around with like the lighting and the background or something like that as well yeah yeah you know, try like, to get the backlighting always looks real sick with the grainy shots like the yeah, lights kind yeah. of like parting past them yeah oh I, it, and that's the thing it, it's such an interesting world that once you sort of delve into it and you start actually looking at the photos you you take yourself you start I don't know about you but like I try it's probably not a good thing but I like I compare mine to others oh, but like for not, sure. yeah. not in the sense like oh theirs is shit it's always like um you know mine yeah, does not fucking yeah, stack up to that no one's whatsoever. no one's a bigger critic than me of my own work so yeah, yeah I, I do the exact same as soon as they especially when you have a few of us kind of photographing the same shows yeah um as soon as they like post their stuff i'm like that's that's so much better than mine fuck <laughs> i get great. envious that i wasn't there too like, yeah to be the one like the the photographer there but then again i don't promote myself enough as being one you know like i i feel it's almost like you know because i haven't studied it or, or like you know trained it like i i feel like i i am not justified in saying hey if you want me to take photos of you or whatever like i'll do it or like offering a price or whatever like for the most part a lot of these have been done for free or uh you know like for a door spot or, or yeah. something along those lines so oh yeah i i struggle with that too because yeah like, like like we were saying a graphic design major background so i'm haven't been like i've taken electives but mm. haven't really ever studied it so that was something that i just got into it i just bought a film camera mm-hmm. didn't start with music i just started photographing like street portraits stuff like that and then just eventually moved into it loved going to shows loved photographing and just ended up combining the two and then kind of learnt on the job yeah you could okay. say, so oh well that that's pretty much the same boat as me like I, I you know i don't know it's such a weird weird feeling to be like you know like so my for me i like to get up in the in, in this in, in the mix of it sort of thing like either to the side or get in the front and that's because as well like i don't have any any lenses i, I i'm not i don't have a kit like i don't have anything other than just the camera that you see me with you know and maybe a spare battery <laughs> that's it like that's all i that's all i bring and you know no flash uh, accessories or anything like that so generally speaking when I'm going for one of these shots if I'm up close it's because I'm going for one of those really like I am getting up close and getting those shots sort of thing because I don't know I, I, I feel like that's got a bit more intimate feelings to it like it's right there it's up close and then usually I can turn around and take a shot of, of the crowd as well while I'm there up the front and you know that's why I'm taking my camera to the shop very soon because I've had it knocked out of my hands a couple of times yeah. Going up the front. Oh, yeah. It's heart stopping to <laughs> say the least I've had it dropped a couple of times and I've inadvertently uh, what do you call it uh, hit record one time when a dude knocked it out of my hands it was a real drunk guy at one of the King Lear shows and when that happened like I turned and like he was being a drunk dickhead the whole time and it was not not a rude one but like he was drunk and bumping into people in the pit and that sort of stuff and oh, man that came through this i hope it didn't come through <laughs> fucking hell that was loud um yeah and he's just real drunk and bumping into people and stuff while he's you know getting amongst it awesome good on you uh but yeah he, he bumped into me one too many times and actually hit my elbow in a point where it knocked it out of my hands and it fell down but it, i must have hit record as 
it fell down, which is very funny because you hear, you actually hear an excerpt of what happens. Uh, I pick my camera up, but when he's done that, I've shoved him like right back into the pit, and he kind of fell down into it, sort of thing. And like you know, it's just like one of those rage moments where you just like shove them, and you're like fuck off. And then you hear him come over as I'm picking up the camera, checking it out, but not realizing it's recording. And you just hear him go, "What are you doing, man? I was just trying to be your friend." <laughs> And then you just hear me, what the fuck are you talking about? Get off me, dude. And then I realize I'm recording and I'm like, oh, shit. And then turn it off. I will upload it when I get a chance. Uh, it's only like six or seven seconds or whatever. But it should be your new, your new opening. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I just want to be a friend. Yeah. 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 Just don't, don't, knock, don't knock my camera out of my hands and we're sweet. Like, yeah. Because it'll just trigger me and I'll be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Not my baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that, that is exactly right. I treat a camera just like I treat my kid, man. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't you hurt it. Don't yeah. you hurt it. And yeah, so I, that's just one of the things I like to do, though. Like, I like to get amongst it because I really, you know, I love the music. I love, especially the heavy shit, man. So, like, I really get, like, I get G'd up. Like, I love taking the photos. I love the energy of the crowds and stuff. Mind you, though, I, I am very reminiscent of the old shows because I feel like they were more crazy. Yeah compared to nowadays like there's good shows these days like i'm not there's no uh uh disrespect if you want to say but like i just the intensity isn't it is not the same as what it used to be and i don't know if that's because it's covid era or uh or what you know but like yeah i, I want i want hectic balls to the wall shows again yeah there was a couple of them at um unite the team glasses put yes on they year. were a couple of them went off yes yeah like they're they're ones that i'll give props to like because yeah like that that atmosphere and 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 those gigs that were on too like they were just definitely going to go off there was there was no no doubt about it yeah uh especially you, you have good good supports playing with them too especially when you get interstates coming too like rage and histamine i mean histamine were going to fuck off anyway uh, i missed uh, that show and oh I was did you so gutted. oh yeah, did was... you not did you go to the Vinny show it as well like no no oh no, so you didn't get I the was, chance oh, i mate. can't remember what it was i, I had something on it like that kind of like dan I run and I was yeah. I was like oh it's alright like you miss one and then I saw like all like the Insta stories I'm like that was so good <laughs> yeah yeah look oh mate preaching to it because there's been some gigs where I've been the same where I'm like fuck that would have been so good to be at yeah just crushing uh, yeah oh dude hopefully um, histamine come back up sometime soon oh. man because yeah like they're fucking I love them I, I, I've taken I took shots at that one and possibly one of my favourite shots so far was from the histamine set as well like it was just insane it was such a i don't know what it is about that music man but it just does something to you when you hear it and you're up there in front too i think i actually remembered my earplugs that gig too are you, are you uh, as forgetful as i am with that shit yeah yeah, yeah. the amount of times yeah, and then you're like you're right next to the speaker that's the spot you pull up at as well and you're like Fuck, yeah <laughs> my ears gonna be ringing yeah it's it's been pretty bad uh there's i remember one of the fir- uh the 2008 it was the Caliban Her Nightmare gig and I remember there wasn't there was only maybe about 100 people that ended up turning up to it but it was just so intense and for for the last part of Caliban's set for the mo- for most of it I was up the front like right next to the fucking speaker and like I remember I couldn't hear that well for like the next 
first few days and thought at the time, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> now just regretting it. Yeah. Just the con- what? Yeah. What? <laughs> just, You're gonna have to speak louder. <laughs> just don't yeah. don't repeat it. Speak louder, please. I'm getting pretty good at lip reading now, yeah. purely because half the time I just can't hear you because yeah. I've just been really bad with my hearing. Uh, looking after my hearing, I should say. You know, so like just for me, like I guess that's where a lot of the influences come from was just the fact that I was able to go to these shows so early on so like leading on to that like how many did you go to a lot of gigs uh when you started like getting into shows and stuff or the music i should say like were you just like oh i've never heard of these guys before but they're local i'm gonna go check them out like how did that start for you um i went to yeah i went to uni i started going to shows more i was a bit late to it i was like 18 19 when i started going to shows like like consistently like local acts um and i was at uni down um at Southport Griffith Uni there so we used to go to um uh Sharky Sundays heaps okay up at Shark Bar there before yep. before they renovated um and so yeah at the time you'd have like the likes of like uh GT Drags at the time uh mm-hmm. Liquid Face uh Stone Witches you'd have a bunch of like consistently like just red hot acts mm-hmm. kind of lining up and and then it'd be whoever at the time I guess was popping off they'd they'd be on the lineup too and so that's kind of I was consistently going to that and that's kind of when I started really trying to pay attention to the scene because you know uh, I guess like growing up you only thought like musicians are like um, like the the big people on the on the record labels and stuff and to see locals um, performing and like being red hot at it too is Yeah, unreal. And then I was hooked from there. Yeah. Like, like, I think, yeah, from about 19 till about 21, you could catch me at a show, like, every Just every weekend. Going, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, always. Yeah. And then work Monday, so. Crushing, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the same for me with Princess Theatre. That was my home for, uh, my home. That was where all the all-ages gigs were for a lot of the part was at Princess Theatre. Like, I saw Parkway there. I saw um, Redshaw and Thy Art and stuff like that that there uh and that was back when they first started it's just surreal to see where they are now to seeing them play back when they did like i saw cj's first show at, at the princess theater oh, shit. yeah it was it was weird it was weird seeing him then to what he looks like now sort of thing it's just like complete pol. he looked like the fucking jock dude with like too many tats sort of thing and like it's just not having a dig at him for fuck's sake but it just looked <laughs> very funny because he kind of looked like my oldest brother as well so oh. i was like oh man this is funny as fuck because <laughs> It's just like I could imagine I can't imagine my brother being anything like what he is too so yeah just all these funny things and then yeah you slow progression into like looking like you know like Jesus reincarnate sort of thing it's just very funny but he's been there for a oh I think it was like 2010 he used to be the vocalist for a band called Vegas in Ruins and like this is going back a fair now obviously yeah. and yeah he, he used to be their vocalist and then he joined the IR when their old one Brendan uh, left and yeah it's it's just surreal seeing where they've come from as well like and how they started like oh man one of my one of the first very first gigs or not very first but you know what i mean like the 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 year where i started going to all these shows was like the first time i saw this band and they're still going and you know even better is that they're an australian band too like it's it's awesome yeah i saw i saw a fair few uh international bands even come through there as well like yeah caliban uh barrier dead played 
there as well. Um, shit, there was uh, as Blood Runs Black came through and played there as well. They were fucking awesome. Uh, just so many old school bands from that like core era that came yeah. through, and like because that's the era that I grew up with as well. Um, you know, even Sunny Coast had Signal the Firing Squad. Have you ever heard of them before? Oh, they rang a bell. Like- yeah. Oh, dude, they're just psychos. Go, go, <laughs> go! Uh, YouTube them because I don't think they're on any of the, any of the platforms because they're not a band anymore. But they're just fucking psycho, and they're from the sunny coast. You, you know, like Tomb of Doom were up from there as well. They're so good. Uh, they've never actually um, uh, broken up as well, which always makes me go. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm. Imagine if they'd come back. <laughs> That'd be so good. So yeah, like, and then just I always imagine to myself, like, man, if you were doing photos back then, like you'd have so much, you'd have so much to document as well. Like you just, yeah. you almost like get mad at yourself too because you're like, fuck, I could, I could have been the one that could have been like that. But you're like, man, don't be mad at yourself. Like, yeah. you just you can just document what you've done now. And like that's that's probably one of the most surreal things too is like finding some of these photos that I did like seven years ago, and I'm like, yeah. holy shit. And it feels like a totally like different era. Like, yeah, I'm, and I can see the difference of how I like my shots now to what it was then. But I still kind of went for the same thing, although I just wasn't as good with the flash uh, then as I am now. Like with using it and like getting the right shot out of it. But I guess that's it's it's still cool though. It's like you know shackles as an example. Like they've been going for over ten years now. But like yeah. you just wouldn't you wouldn't think it as well. And then yeah, you see photos from that then to what they are now. It did the same thing. Like I put another one up of Mark today too, and he's got like a full munted face going. I love it. It's like <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, and then yeah, like just like that's seven years. Seven years difference. You know, I got another one like that last chaos one. A few of the members play in Infinite Christmas. Oh, yeah, as yeah. well. So like, there's a couple of comparison shots I can do there as well. Like even Slodge uh, or um, Slurpy Jerks with Mike. Mike, like he plays in Slodge as well. So I did photos of them. And you know, there's just so many, so many shots that I've still got to go through. It's just ridiculous and working full time. I'm just fucking <laughs> tired all the time oh. as well. So it's like trying to find the motivation to to go from one thing to another and it's like fuck man there's so many things to do I can't overload myself it can be so tough like it's it's something that I really look forward to like after work and like I was saying like with film Mm. you get the drop box and so then as soon as I get that email from like PhotoFast to say here are your film scans I'm like that's all I'm thinking about all day Yeah. and then as soon as like it hits like uh, knock off time I'm like opening up the laptop like downloading it all and you know ready to ready to edit it but I think that's just more more me being impatient than me wanting to be organized or anything like that yeah so you so the way it gets done for you is it's on film you get it processed but they send a digital copy as well is that what you're saying yeah yeah yeah. so you can go through and edit it and shit online okay all right yeah my my biggest fear was like when doing film is obviously like oh well i'm not going to be able to like if i take the shot if i don't like it it's going to be fucking hard to edit it you know like so i guess that's why i was always more inclined to use digital so in case I did fuck up that shot, I could just delete it and then try and get it again. Yeah. And it'd be one less photo to take up storage and get rid of it, you know? But I do love film. I do love film. Yeah, I just... I, I, I couldn't imagine myself going digital now. Like, I just... Everything, like, outside of music photography as well, when I'm doing portraits or just, yeah. like, hanging out with, like, my miss and, and and my pup, where I'm always just with film. I, I don't even own a DSLR. Yeah. So it's all, all film. You got one of those uh, Instax or anything like that? I love Polaroids. Yeah. That's what I want to get more yeah. into too. I've got this like cho- 
corkboard at home where I've got half of it currently filled up with like Polaroid shots off it. But my fucking Instax died or something, right? Uh, I don't know what's wrong with it. And I just bought monofilm for it as well, which is the black and white oh, shit. yeah. Can't use it. Because <laughs> like, it's just not fucking working. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, crushed about that. So, But I have seen that they do those ones where it's like you take a photo of it and it spits out the front. Like, I don't know what they're called. Like, I don't I don't know enough of the, yeah, the terminology, I, but like... Yeah, I haven't gone too much into like the instant film side of things. But mm. yeah, there's... Um, they recently like... I don't know if it's recent, but I recently saw it that uh, Instax did a square format, which, yeah, spits out the front. So it's not like the... Um, it's not like the rectangle sort of vertical stuff. It's like your yeah. old school sort of mm-hmm. square format and it's like pretty large, like size yeah, of your okay. palm sort of thing. Yeah, so. okay. that, that Yeah, right. It's, there's so much. There's so much. There's such a huge world of it that I've never even imagined of, you know, different kinds of photography, the landscape shots, people that just focus purely on nature, uh, getting real up close and personal with it and shit. Like, I do too, but it's usually with my phone at the time. I haven't really taken, I don't trust, like, some of the treks I've done recently. Uh, I don't trust myself because I like to get up, like, especially uh, the most recent one I took up to Wapper Falls that just had rain as well. So the track I was taking along there um i like to go off bush a little bit and like get up on the rocks and stuff and try and make a new path and i can't really do it at the moment because the water's too high right now so i can't cross the rocks because they've got water going over it and if you've ever tried scaling rocks when they're wet it's (laughs) no it's not a smart idea but the plan is is to try and get some rope across and tie it to the other side to this massive tree and so i can use that rope to walk across the rocks oh yeah but i can't do it right now because you got to get across yeah exactly so i have to wait till the water's lower so and also you just got to hope that no one comes along and fucking bees an asshole and cuts it off as well (laughs) because then you're like shit now i gotta do it again but yeah like because i want to get across to the other side and try and trek up the side of this hill a bit more and see what i can find uh but yeah like there's no stranger to animals and shit as well like a the uh, not this time but a couple of uh, almost a year ago now i was coming along the same track and yeah i came across a snake and i was like on the wrong part I was definitely in the wrong spot at the wrong time because like if I'd gone anywhere uh, or he came at me I was right on the edge of like where all these jagged rocks were and and the water and shit and there was like nowhere to go and I'm like oh what's the smartest thing to do oh I'm gonna pull my phone out and record it (laughs) just idiot right but it just looked like a little keel back thankfully I'm I'm hoping and he slithered away he was more scared of me sort of thing which is bonus but like that's that's enough I want to do more of that as well like there's just a whole world of shit that I want to try and it's just a matter of like taking time for it because when you're starting out there's no like income from it it's not oh, anything like you that you gotta do you it because you love it especially with film film's just a, a money hole yeah <laughs> I, I, I could only imagine because you've always got to buy more film obviously oh, yeah. you know? and portrait's just um, portrait being Kodak's main colour like um, film stock just like a 20% increase in price or something now it's really yeah it's nuts I think they're trying to make it like they're like like the light what Leica is to cameras try and make it that premium sort of film stock but it's if you make that shit more niche and vintage it's just gonna cost more you Mm. know like Mm -hmm. and I get that it's not as big as it used to be but like and that's the thing too whenever something makes a comeback the price is is just suddenly goes up on it as well like I hate that and it's so frustrating too because yeah like I want to I want to do more film stuff as well but you know I I, I got two I think I got two rolls of film and 
it was like 40 bucks or something like that it was i don't know it was yeah. it wasn't cheap no, like, it, just, it's not cheap at all now you're paying 20 bucks a roll and that's like before even the development costs and yeah because you got to go and send them away and get them well not not send them away but like you could either take it to like say your big dub or or um like your camera store or something like that they can get it developed for you but then you got to wait for it too and yeah. pay them to do it and i guess this is this is almost like a, a pros and a pros and cons battle here of <laughs> yeah. digital and film like i fucking love film don't get me wrong uh, oh me too I'm, I'm ripping on it heaps but i yeah. I, I, I do love that's, it. It, yeah it's what you take with too like what what's been your response from like uh, any of these any of the bands that you've been taking up recently like one have you asked them and what's what's their response been even if you have or not um when i was definitely starting out asking for a door spot um a lot of bands like when you don't have like a lot to show they'd be like uh like no <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, we, we you, you don't have like a much of a portfolio like just rock up so yeah um like now now like nowadays um as of late it's been um a lot easier you mm-hmm. just head up the band and go hey is it is it cool if i you know i'll just, shoot i'll shoot your show just you know all i ask is a door spot or yeah you know but but some have been paid as of late some paid gigs which has been good um, right on. uh which yeah I'm, i have no idea how how the fuck to actually market myself like yeah i so love the what fees do you charge are you a ripoff or oh, what oh, no man <laughs> no way for like i've <laughs> even, it's not covid um, <laughs> um yeah because like even i've been thinking to myself like where would you even start and like where would you, what would you ask for a price like you know for yeah. what you would do i guess like, with film it's a bit easier to get a gauge on how much it's like the materials and development cost is actually going to cost me mm-hmm. so it's not just um it's not like i'm trying to weigh up like this big investment in a camera or mm-hmm. or trying to you know work out my labor costs it's really more so like i'm shooting this amount of roles for this many bands how much is that going to cost me yeah okay. and then worry about like maybe parking on the day or whatever and mm-hmm. you know charge a bit over that so yeah okay it's that's kind of been my model at the moment but i haven't been really charging labor which yeah. is something like i feel guilty because <laughs> like, i'm enjoying it like yeah. i feel guilty it like it doesn't feel like work so. yeah 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 but of course like the the uh, old age saying is you know like um pay me <laughs> but yeah like uh, when you're starting out i guess it's it's one of those really hard things too because i'm the same like i have really felt uncomfortable and even thinking about asking for money or anything like that especially early on when i've been wanting to take uh you know take shots at gigs and stuff and you you know i've reached out to a couple when i've done it and sometimes i've just gone to the gig and just taken them regardless yeah didn't even ask you know any of them if they wanted it or not i'll just take them uh and you know and you know ads from team glasses got me to do the rage and histamine once um i was super stoked on that because he got me in on the door and stuff and even got some drink tickets and shit which oh, was awesome yeah. it was it was a, that was a nice treat and <laughs> thanks for the lift down as well adam that was that was <laughs> awesome service but also it was such a sick gig too like just great great energy and shit as well you had some awesome bands supporting him too um uh, yeah and i'm always a huge fan of anything that comes out of team glasses as well oh, like, fantastic just, yeah. fantastic work and fantastic mm. people that they're, they're yeah. doing heaps for the scene at the moment and yeah. they don't they don't get like i guess a lot of recognition sometimes i'll yeah. say and yeah that, they're doing god's work at the moment like, <laughs> hold them, yeah. yeah third time's the charm for their uh from the uh, from the floor up fest oh uh, yeah uh that one's happening in i can't remember it's either the 22nd or the 28th of may one of those two dates i'm pretty sure there's the most re 
recent, a recent rescheduling of of the festival because of all the fucking spicy nonsense that's yeah. been happening and restrictions and square meterage and all that bullshit and capacities. Yeah, and half yada capacity yada. at venues. Oh, and, man, yeah. that's been, like, uh, in, in no way am I saying that letting it rip is any better, but, like, of course, the, you know, it's just, it's made it ten times harder, though, now, because, like, you go, you, you, you go back to full capacity, but now everyone's off because they're crook. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you open it back up, but people can't do it. Yeah, because they're. And that's another thing, too. Like, it's been harder to get gigs and photo ops and shit lined up as well to for shows because more often than not, every week there's been band pullouts and gig postponements and yeah. rescheduling. Like, Vinny's is doing it again for next week because they've had, yeah, some of their gigs, obviously, that's happening in the next fortnight or so. I've had, had to pull out because of COVID and shit. So they're, you know, they've put the word out for bands. You know, we've got space for a gig. Do you want to do it? Like, it's, yeah, it's just weird. It's very weird. It's hard times, but it's weird times, right? Like, you're seeing a lot more venues and stuff just reaching out to people going, hey, do you want to play a show? And it's coming down to whether or not you're crook or not, or you're in ISO or whatever. Like, what are even the fucking rules now? Everyone's already sort of seemingly settling into this as the new norm. And it's like, it's not fucking normal. It's, uh, (laughs) It's so hard to keep track of, like it's just, on, it's constantly changing. Yeah, the, everything. Like, it just seems like even the the people telling us like what's happening now, it's not like they have a clue. Really, they're just saying like, ah, if you're and, sick, stay home. But like, if you can go to work, go to work. It's oh, like, and that's just fucking bullshit. You know, like I don't. I've always hated that. I've always hated seeing people, even before all this stuff, when they come in if they're crook, oh. like coming into work when they're crook and shit. And I've done it before too, because you get it's sometimes you just feel like you get pressured into it too like oh, oh we need you yeah. we need you your work was... ethic gets questioned and you're like oh, oh. no I can push through I'm a, I'm a good team member yeah oh dude I'm a team player <laughs> one of the oh I had a big falling out with one of my old jobs because of that you know oh we need you I'm like I fucking need my health too man like yeah. if you'd employ more people we wouldn't have we wouldn't already be such a stretched staff to begin with and we'd all be able to fucking take turns of doing our jobs and not burning out every month <laughs> yeah like, not needing like yeah a week off after each month because you've just done like imagine trying to promote yourself as a family run company and then having a 71% turnover rate with a 0 to 3 years within working at the place yeah right uh, I'm not naming them because oh, no. I'll, I'll get roasted for it because yeah that was also another one that the, again I had a falling out with them I can't bad mouth them yeah but it's crazy yeah. how it's always the places that say we, we have like a family culture here we're all a big family they're that the just, ones who are like you know the toxic that means? that's just code for we don't have a union yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. You know? And anyone anyone that says we're family run, we look after you. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. usually what I'll think to myself That's, these yeah. days now. That's usually a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Sirens going off going like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, this, this one I'm working now, like, they, it's Australian owned. Uh, but so far, we're, we're a crew of four and I like where I'm working. You know, that's the difference. Like, I like where I'm working and they look after me. Yeah. So that's the main thing. And also, it's a crew of four. Oh, like, man. The smaller team's always better. Yeah. Yeah. There's less, like, tension and shit. It, it's like, and when do- tension does happen, it feels more like a, a, a f- like, as just family run business, whatever. Like, they feel more like a family orientated argument half the time because, like, I've been at this place now almost. So I started, yeah, almost two years now. So, and I started in February, right before all the shit went down. Ah. Literally, like, less than a month before all the shit 
shit went down and I was like super paranoid that I was going to lose my job and everything but you know if we were considered essential or not and this and that uh, but we got through, we, we were classed as that you know for the commercial construction industry that was still going yada yada uh, yeah so I was I was been really lucky these last two years and been looked after so yeah. I, I can't be mad at that and then plus of you know taking some, like the place next door does cars and shit so I've taken some photos of that as well oh, nice. I've taken the camera in a couple of times yeah and they're okay with it sort of thing but it's it's a bit harder with that because some of the cars that come through are like coloured and shit so uh-huh. you gotta take you, you know like this there's this one car that comes through that's a like it's the main it's like main like aqua but it, and then like white and red through it uh, of a Ferrari like Ooh. it's like fucking three quarter mil sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the rims on it alone are like like all four in total like a hundred thousand oh. yeah yeah it's an exp- show off yeah, it's, yeah I know right if you got the money man like you do whatever you want with it and you know like yeah you, you're like you can't take black and white man yeah you gotta be able to see what kind of color oh, it is yeah, and that's, shit, that's so. half the pop right yeah it's the color yeah and then workmates as well they're motorbike riders too so uh. boss rides this Harley that just looks fucking insane and um yeah workmate rides a Yamaha as well and it's like a road bike too like it just mm, it sounds so <laughs> they sound so good I wouldn't be able to ride it for shit right but you're oh. just like man you know again another avenue for photography is like cars and sh- the yeah. car shows and shit yeah I've got a mate who um goes to a couple of those shows and, and takes photos and yeah are they like the power cruisers and shit or I know shit all about cars they've got four wheels I think so. <laughs> the bare minimum yeah. if it gets me from A to B that's all that matters yeah but he, yeah. he does a bunch of like your old I don't know your, your classics like your Mustangs and stuff and mm. then um, kind of your more um, dirt the, the rally tracks or whatever yeah so he, he's um, he's built a bit of a name for himself in that area and it's yeah his stuff looks real cool and it's something I don't know if I could achieve with, with film yeah like definitely when they're stationary but he gets them like when they're whipping through the track and gets the they're motion they're going so yeah. fast too you, you, that'd be, oh, I didn't see and that's the thing I just don't know enough about uh, photography like yeah. I don't know enough about it, but I really like taking shots. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty. It's a pretty shit way to market yourself, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I take a good yeah. shot. I press the shutter button, and it and you know it creates something. There's, I like it. There's been there's been some times where I try and dabble with like yeah the shutter speed of it, but it's never it's not really intentional. It's just sometimes I take take the flash off and try just try and get a normal shot with the line in the background. I've had a couple turn out okay doing that, but then the rest are just like garbage. But oh, like. Yeah. You know, like that's that's a really hard one that I'm trying to work out is like shutter speed and shit and like how to manage that. Like again, I got no clue, so I'm just DIYing it. Right, oh, so. that's how you do it, man. Like that's I do the same with film because mm. with film I don't know on the spot. Like, but you're risking it though with your DIYing it with that because yeah. you have to go and buy another twenty dollar roll. Like yeah, I've had me. <laughs> oh fuck, I run out. I, yeah. go. I haven't got twenty bucks this week. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just playing. No, nah, it's like, it's like I I have had some. Um, like I usually don't fuck up an entire role. I kind of yeah. try and pick my moments. You know, yeah. I'm not just going like mental and like pitch black. Like, yeah. um, you know, you you pick your times, and I've kind of worked out like, like especially like like venues like the zoo, which mm. have like phenomenal like lighting. Oh, like, from the back. Yeah. Do you like? I got roasted for using my flash too much one time there. Yeah. Have you been same. roasted before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. I, See, I that's found 
Apparently an unspoken rule. You heard about it? Uh, uh, that's the only time I've been pulled up. Yeah. And it wasn't for... I think it was because it was at a uh, $5 for five band show. So it was yeah. like the zoo put it on. Yeah. But um, at other times when it's like the artists have kind of hired it out. Like mm. um, I haven't had an issue yeah. using my flash. Um, but yeah, I was uh, photograph- photographing a band and yeah, guy came up and full like tore into me. Like, like don't use flash. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that, that, that's cool. Sorry, Apparently man. it's like a unspoken rule or some old school rule where you like the first few shots or whatever you take using flash and then the rest is just like normal so you don't distract the, the, the musicians on stage. Like I get it to a certain point, but also like fuck off. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't, I they're don't getting, they're getting, it, like. they're getting s- potential seizures from the lights that are happening behind them. I don't think two or three flashes here or there from the front is really going to fuck with their performance. Yeah. You know, like that's my justification for that because again, some of my best shots have been when I've used flash up close and especially of crowd shots too. That's of course when they're going to see you using it, right? But also like, I don't know, maybe I'm just the new school that doesn't really give two shits about that so much, I guess. But it was also a gig that I got asked to photograph as well. Like, so that was again, like, and it really pissed me off. Like, it's just yeah. like, what are, you, what are you doing, man? Like, I got asked to photo this. Like, none of these guys have, are going to give a shit if this flash goes off because they know that's what I do. Yeah. I take a couple of shots here and there without it, but for the most part, I'm using flash. Like, yeah. That's like, it. Cause my, my flash, especially, like, cause speed light, I basically have it up to like mm. the max setting to get that. That, that um that sort of effect uh, I try to use it sparingly like, I guess also with the film I have like a finite amount of shots that I can take so yeah. I don't um, I don't try to like spam it too much because I think also um, if I keep doing that the, I find that like the role itself gets a bit boring when it's I like to use it sparingly because it's like a bit of an impact when you when you're flicking through the photos yeah. like that um that big flash shot so I don't use it too much I think I used it like twice and I was pulled up on it and I was like look I'm not going to argue like fair enough like yeah. I, I'm just a just I was just asked to be here I'm just going to take <laughs> take pictures still I'm not going to like make a big scene you should have been like it's my first gig <laughs> <laughs> is the flash on I didn't know yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about what's this flash business yeah. I don't know it's not it, it wasn't me no it was yeah. it was that guy <laughs> I, I, I don't know man like for yeah like for the most part a lot of the some of my best shots have been when I've been using flash and it's been up close and I've asked some of them as well like do you care and they're like no oh, yeah I, I make sure to always check like is it is it is cool yeah. like I don't want to I don't yeah. want to like be bugging people because I think that's like my worst nightmare is like taking a flash shot mm. and like you know like disrupting the show or the atmosphere yeah. and being like oh I'm sorry <laughs> I think unless yeah no one's ever gotten shitty with me and, and if it ever happens like I'll we'll, we'll see how it plays out you know like whatever uh, but for the most part all I'm trying to do is to make you look as babin as possible. Yeah. You know? Like that is my goal is to make you look hard and tough and hardcore and fucking DIY and punk and all that, you know, any aspect that you're looking for, I'm trying to get that for you right now. So, yeah. you know, in the one part I always think, uh, you're welcome, but also <laughs> like I get it as well because, yeah, I'm sure it's distracting. It, c- it can be, but like say for the most part in these more intense gigs and shit, it's usually, for the most part it's more about the energy in the room rather than like how how sick your your performance is most part but and most uh, that's again like double edged sort of thing because like of course you want to perform well and do what you do but also for a lot of them uh, the energy of their performance as well is what gets people into it and also it produces the best shots oh that's it the, yeah. 
the, the crazier the band goes and like the crowd goes, I find that's like where I get my best work. Because yeah. then it's like you're not trying to um, get creative. You're literally just capturing what's going on in front of you. Yeah. You know, it's and I find that's one. It's like hell fun to be a part of. Mm-hmm. But two, yeah, it's um, it almost feels like the the pressure's off a bit. It's like just more so you capturing the the atmosphere than than anything else. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I totally agree with that as well. Like again, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier where like I, I enjoy being up up near the front and stuff because yeah they get, get some of the best shots like I'll move around when I when I can usually but I don't know I just kind of want to get a clear shot of every band member in particular oh, that's yeah. always what I say to myself is like get get shots of each member if you can yeah it's been hard to get some at the King Lears though because it's no just I love Kenny he's my he's my boy uh but like in that corner spot there just just to try and reach in because my flash isn't so good it's harder to get a clearer shot of the drummers in there yeah. but that's me that's not them like if i had a better flash it wouldn't be an issue right uh but that that's the only downside for me doing shows there is like sometimes i can't get a super clear shot of the drummer but i'll always try oh but that, yeah. that's my thing i always try and get shots of each member like because yeah. maybe they want to maybe they want a shot of themselves maybe they want to promo themselves and yeah. you profile picture i don't give a fuck yeah. but i like taking them i like making bands look sick and actually having something to look back on and also for me i just enjoy taking photos oh that's it like that's um i guess yeah something i really try to do as well like get photos of every member but i think particular the drummer Mm. because like when you know your guitarist your lead vocals when they're all at the front they can be very easy to to capture Mm -hmm. um the drummers can be like because you have to get like the more difficult ones you have to get right in you Mm -hmm. have to the right angle and um sometimes because i shoot um portrait uh with the flash i gotta worry about um if anyone's blocking or anything like that yeah okay um, because if the guitarist is there, I take the flash. It's just going to be his shadow, like, yeah, or their gonna, shadow. It's going to like the main focus is going to get taken away from the shot, and you'll lose what you're going for. Like, will yeah. it? Will it? With those ones, is it sort of like with digital, where like if you know, like they step in front, the focus goes on them rather than the main one, and like say this person will be clear, but then they'll now be the like further away shot. Like, oh, it's all manual one. focus. So I've got yeah. it already focused on the drummer. Oh, um, so okay. regardless of any movement it'll still be like fixated like the focus will be yeah. on the drama it's just more so the flash because it's bouncing like from the left or the right mm-hmm. so if there's like um, a guitarist or someone standing there or like an amp or something um, it can cast a shadow Yeah. Um, so I've got to kind of rotate my camera either you know left or right yeah. um, depending on what way I want the flash to go oh, and that right. can be a bit tricky when you've got the drummer there and there's a really tight angle to get the shot Yeah. that you've yeah. got to either go landscape or like really try try and okay. pivot yourself around to try and get that angle and yeah that's so if i can get a good shot of the drama i'm like that's that's a win yeah yeah so. I, I i guess that's one of the di- yeah so with the digital for me obviously it's sort of self-focuses or auto-focuses anyway unless i and again i don't haven't fiddled enough around with the settings on this shit right i could have it say it focus uh, focuses on what i wanted to focus on but right now what happens if someone like say walks in front it'll it'll like shift the focus onto them and then they'll become like it'll be a blurry background on them and then they'll be the main focus point it's happened a couple of times where there's been crutch shots and shit when they've walked <laughs> through and i'm like oh i'm not gonna put that up that's yeah you know delete, yeah yeah delete or whatever like there, there might be one or two here or there that i save because i'm like 
ah, it looks like piss stains. <laughs> you know, I haven't uh, obviously not putting them up yet, but I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure I have one or two there somewhere. Like, you know, that that's the thing. I've still got to go through so many photos. So, like, <laughs> that can be your first scene. Yeah, piss shots. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get to asking you about that as well. But before, like, we were talking about uh, that shot of shackles where Mark is kind of like eyes rolling, sort of thing, um, in the middle of going between words or whatever, like getting psyched. I've got taken a couple of sh- uh, shots like that, but so far since uploading it, that's been like one one of the best responses I've had in terms of engagement too. It's just interesting thing I had a thought of on the way here too, and I'm like, do people like enjoy like those munted shots more often? I think it's ne- so. It's never the intention, right? But you know, I've got another one, and I'm thinking I'll, I'll probably upload it too. Like Toy are fucking great for shots. They're oh. so good for shots. I've got I've got dozens of shots of those guys, and particularly in particular sorry jack is just an animal and he just fucking gets in and gets on the ground and fucking pushes people and shit i love it it's that's i'm like i'm g'd up taking yeah. photos of that and i'm like oh yeah i know what he's doing like and I, I can i don't know it's a really it's a really interesting thing for me because i think being so hyper aware just anxiety and shit naturally um that i pick up on like like maybe half a second before it's going to happen sort of thing in my head like i can see like say oh he's g'ing up to to uh g'ing up the crowd he's about to sort of thing he's like swinging it around and stuff and then yeah next thing you know like he's grabbed one of the guys in the pit and that's the shot that I got of um, Jack at Lear's he's grabbing onto one of the guys and sort of pushing him like trying to start a pit going sort uh, of thing. Yeah. and I was like it was just one of those snap things where you like kind of almost predict what's going to happen and you know like and that's I, I guess that's maybe how I'm w- figuring out now that I'm co- like I'm pretty good at getting up close now and like getting a good action shot and, and that's the thing I, I hate talking myself up on that shit you know uh, it just feels so egotistical. Oh, in a dude, way. I hate it. You know, I hate yeah, it so yeah. much. Like when, when you invited me on, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to talk try, about try. This shit. Yeah, yeah I I'd love to talk about photography, but not not my photography. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how else do you promote yourself to? Oh, dude, that's yeah, that's the the side of it that I had to really like overcome and like reaching out to be like, hey, yeah. you know, th- this is my photos. If you want, if you want me, I can come photograph. Yeah, or like yeah. asking for money to being like, hey, if this is a page shirt like this is my raid um mm. and that's that's yeah and it's just like you know you're always second guessing yourself like is my is my stuff good enough like yeah fuck like and you're always is, in your head about it and what is your hourly rate you know like what is yeah yeah oh, fuck, it's man. i should have some idea i did business fuck. <laughs> you know but that was like almost 10 years ago now well yeah fucking was jesus christ no wonder and it, you know and most of my i've never been a fucking desk jockey never i've uh, always done like blue collar hard yakka shit i i don't know why my body hates it but i'm good at it you know it's such a bastard of it you know yeah i'm a i used to i was um yeah kind of working like the the more labor intensive jobs Mm. but uh three years ago i moved um into insurance Um, so property claims and stuff like that so for the last three years i've been behind a desk so what is desk life like you know it's fucking worrying about ergonomics all the time (laughs) (laughs) like my posture is killing me those those tax reports oh (laughs) 
Jeez. <laughs> I can imagine around the bubbler at work. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, then it's just a completely different world too because, like, you'd, you'd be speaking at very low levels and shit and almost every day you hear every every third or fourth word out of my mouth is an F-bomb. Like, it's just a completely different culture. Fucking, oh, man, I know. have to pull myself in all the time. Like, even bad, just sitting here, I've, I've dropped, like, so many, like, like oh, look, <laughs> F-bombs. Dude, but, like, at work, I'm trying to, like, I bite my tongue, I go to say, like, oh... Far uh, out. Look, you are not going to have me pull you up for it <laughs> in any regard. This is a uh, pretty f bomb friendly uh, podcast, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that I encourage it. It's just like I don't. Well, me in particular, like, it's just gotten worse over the last couple of years because I guess I guess give less of a fuck. I guess <laughs> like just no disrespect to anyone, but just like you know, like there's more important shit to worry about in the world rather than someone swearing a bit too much. Oh right yeah, now, you know, yeah, just, pick your audience. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a natural bogan, but I like to, I like to portray myself as a, as, uh, as pretty, pretty easygoing dude, I guess. Oh, and, yeah. You know, like, but I'm, I'm a bogan at heart. I grew up on the south oh, side, yeah, yeah. you know, like, um, you know, born in Grafton, just down the road from the old jail down there. Oh, you know, right, that was, yeah. I, I, I love this one because that used to be like uh, one of the worst jails in Australia at one point too. Like, if you got sent there, it was like good luck. Yeah, that was the. Yeah, yeah. Artist Nails one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And by the time I was born, though, it was downgraded to, like, minimum security. And then by the time I moved, it was, like, correctional or whatever. It had gone... It had downscaled a lot, basically. But, yeah, no, if you were a if you were a bad boy, uh, you would go to that jail back in the day. And it wasn't... It wasn't so much just the... Um, the other inmates you'd have to worry about it was the actual prison guards and shit there too oh, that's like, always the case at the real rough joints it's, yeah, it's the yeah. guards oh, yeah. oh this dude the, you should go check out some of the stories from there like it was a nasty place for a bit yeah. yeah yeah it was cool you know and I was always I always remember talking to the old man about it too just being like why did you why did we live down the road from a jail you know <laughs> why why was it was it that cheap was it you know and he's like put it this way do you think they're gonna come and do anything to us the first thing they're gonna do is w- get the fuck away from us like get the get out of town. Yeah, that's true. Why do you think they would come a hundred meters down the street and do something to us? They would if the the worst thing that they're gonna do is find our car. Yeah, and, I was gonna say your car be in a bit of strife. Yeah, and then they they'd be getting the first first car out of here, man. They're not hanging around. <laughs> they just got out of a big ass jail. They're not hanging around town. They're yeah. going. The Don't guards are on their tails. Yeah they're, yeah, they're out of there. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, I never really, I never really thought of it like yeah. that. You know, and it's just the first thing you think about is like jail down the road why are we near it you know <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think the funniest thing about that town is is that almost on every corner there's a pub you know, like that's just that's just Grafton like, especially because there's two sides there's the, the South Grafton side it's almost like North and South side right? <laughs> there's the city side of Grafton and then there's the South side which is like all the farming and all that sort of shit yeah. that's the side we were, it's on the other side of the bridge basically and oh and Grafton's known for the Jacaranda Festival that's the next thing I'm going to go and photograph if I can if yeah. it's not too crazy is that I want to try and do a bit of coloured photography and see how I can go with that you know oh, dude. and yeah like mass like all like there's streets of it just it, it's cool it's yeah. cool it's like the one thing that they're known for down there really yeah. and that and the shitty ass jail down yeah. there yeah so <laughs> polar opposites yeah right? beautiful just, trees and then the roughest guts jail down the yeah. road but I find I find a lot of uh, inspiration in photos doing those sorts of places too like when we had some recent like hectic rain and stuff and some of the rivers 
were sort of, you know, we were getting that sort of flood watch thing again, which is just typical of, you know, Queensland. Uh, this time around, like, I was obviously like, oh, shit, I hope it doesn't flood, but also like, oh, man, I want to go take some photos. Yeah. You know, like, uh, just some of the places that I know, like, down the road from work, from me, uh, one of the underpasses of the bridge there, that river creek bed area, just floods every time there's heavy rain. And it, like, comes up along the embankment and it just gets all... Like, I want to... I, I want to invest money in like those gum boots like and track pant things so I can like sludge yeah. through it and like so I can actually take photos and shit like I'm getting to that point now or where I want to start investing in like not even so much the, the gear like to take photos but like what I should be wearing <laughs> to get to these places because I had like, the attire yeah yeah because I just I, I really in, like now I'm just starting to really enjoy I wouldn't say hiking but just like getting out to places where I can go for like swims and like waterfalls and that sort of stuff and i just thinking now more about taking a camera with me too oh man i take my camera everywhere now like i've got this um the canon a1 um my little 35 slr mm-hmm. but i recently i say recently probably june last year bought a um a pentax 6x7 which mm-hmm. is like a medium format camera yeah um and the thing is huge yeah like uh, probably three times the size of that canon a1 it yeah. is ginormous and it is heavy but it takes such like crisp, nice pictures. Um, I've got a 105 millimeter lens on it, mm. which is like kind of that's what people buy the Pentax 6x7 for is for that lens because it's great like portrait work. It's mm. like isn't is, is when it's a 104 mil? Is that basically just a second attachment already done to it, sort of thing? Because what what's the standard that most cameras have? Uh, like you usually like a 52 get, or a 54 mil or something. Uh, a 50 mil. So 50 usually mil. it's like the nifty. 50 or mm. like your 35 for more your street stuff that's kind of what you get a lot okay um but yeah this one the 105 um millimeter it's yeah it's quite like a long lens but mm. like the shots it gets on it like pristine like yeah. the the focus on it mm. it's yeah it's such like take such a pretty shot but god it is a pain to take anywhere it's massive yeah so you'd have to be lugging it and especially if you were going to be trying to do like sort of wildlife or or nature shots yeah uh, scenic shots landscape shots or anything like that um with a big backdrop or hillsides and stuff you'd it'd be pretty hard to find a good spot and then get your gear there to take the shot of it doing it that way too wouldn't it yeah like, you've got to think of logistics when you start using the head like the more and that's the thing the more old school shit the more heavier it is yeah. and the more attachments you need and that sort of you gotta stuff. worry about tripods and stuff like that as well Just, i i still love the the idea of it all oh, i do you know? i love it yeah um i just again i'm not at that stage where i have enough stuff to do it on the regular or like banked up or yeah i just gotta i guess i just gotta trust myself a bit more with film eh? yeah give it a crack i mean that's how that's how you get into it is you make mistakes because it is film and then because it's not so much trying to understand the film it's your camera as well how Mm. it works with film uh how it works with different like film stocks and it's just trial and error bit of an expensive thing to get into but once you kind of get an idea for your camera yeah yeah so with your one in particular is it a certain kind of is it a certain kind of film that you get to bring it out as black and white or is it the camera itself that takes photos in black and white no so it's uh film stocks so i shoot with i kind of rotate between two film stocks and they're like your big sort of black and white films is your ilford hp5 um which is very like high contrast with a with a bit of grain to it um and then you get your kodak tri-x which were 
was essentially what in that like 70s, 80s, like punk era, mm-hmm. that was the film stock that they were taking photos with was yeah, the tri okay. So yeah. it's high contrast, high grain. Um, I guess that's, yeah, so, sorry. No, I, I was yeah. about to say, I guess that's why I love grain shit so much, all those grain style of photos and why I take photos in that sort of, because that's, it, it's a, like, I don't know if I said this earlier, but it's, it's, a, it's a filter with the black and white ones that I use and it gives that gravel grainy sort of look and I love that shit. And yeah. I guess that's, I guess, partly where the era came from then, like from the 60s, 70s, 80s era sort of thing, more than 80s, 90s, I guess I'm thinking of. But I guess the, like, the camera industry has been going for, for such a long fucking time as well like i have again no idea not a clue on on where to begin with like you know even like finding camera stores or camera shops it's the the level of uh quantity i should say is far less like it just seems like it's becoming more niche like there's not that many specialty places these days anymore am i wrong like there's am uh, I not looking in the right places or like you get kind of like some local setups like at some joints like specifically mm selling cameras um a lot of the time it's like it's ted cameras or whatnot there's um yeah yeah if you're wanting film and stuff um like not only film stocks but chemicals and getting developed um i'm not so sure if racket studio still sells i think they they kind of they don't get as much stock but okay they're great for for development uh photo fast is where i go they're fantastic um pretty quick turnarounds and they're they're in indro yeah so um they're not too far from where i live so yeah, they're yeah. they're great. Um, and if I need like to pick up film like real quick, like I haven't ordered any online, and yeah, you know, they they generally have like a ton of stock of one one film stock or whatever. So yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I'll let you know how this place goes that I'm taking mine to because it's called Anderson's Cameras. It's in Capalaba. I've never heard of the place, but apparently oh, they I do. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've never heard of it before, but they do repairs there and stuff. So that's where I'm taking mine tomorrow. So see how it goes, and I'll let you yeah. know about that place too. Yeah, if fuck that's yeah. a big yeah. Closer to yours or no? Yeah, either or. It's like another place at least. Anyway, yeah. If you know if it's reputable, I'll ask them as well. They're like, what's what do they do with film shit there as well? Like, yeah, because yeah. I do have um a Canon A V one mm. that um the shutter is just like fucked on it. I can only shoot it on the flash setting, yeah. which is only at like sixtieth of a second. Which um as soon as you get sort of like like it's like this certain like light uh, where just everything turns out all shaking and and blurry and because oh, you can't yeah, actually yeah. physically set the shutter on it it's mm. um shutter speed i think priority yeah um and so you, you can't have it on automatic you have to have it on the the flash setting essentially mm. and yeah it's that's why i bought this canon a1 because i just i couldn't i couldn't work it out i gave up so you, uh, is is canon like one of your brands that you just like using um yeah yeah definitely film camera wise um i love using canon um I my first camera was the the AV one, yeah. um, and so I kind of got used to that, and I was looking to upgrade the camera, so I just naturally up that sort of A one mm-hmm. um, family tree. I just took the step up to the Canon A one, yeah, um, and it was just more it was familiar, so I've kind of stuck mm-hmm. with it. Um, 
So there could be like other film brands out there that are like so much better, like you know, yeah. your Leica or Context, Contact or um, anything like that. But yeah, Canon's been my right. my go-to for for a little bit now. Yeah, okay. Because what I was what I was gonna say is that once I'm finished shooting the film and the one that I got currently, that other film one that I have is a Canon. It's a da, 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 EOS 500. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I what do you know about it? Because I know fuck all. Um, but you can use once I'm finished with the film is what I'm saying is that you can use you can use it i'll give you a, oh. a roll of film and you can try it out and see how you go with it once i've Fuck done yeah. it and s- s- have a crack at it anyway. oh man i'd oh, love to mind. i've been wanting to use yeah. one of those um because i've only ever used like these sort of like like uh slr style yeah. ones um which are very mechanical and i think okay. um the eos is i think they're like sort of they're more like battery powered so yes, a bit more are. automated yeah, yeah so yeah. i've been dying to use one of those I was like, oh, the camera's fucked. It's not working. And then, um, who who was it? I think the old man was like, have you looked to see if it needs batteries? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? They don't fucking need... Oh, wait. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was thinking that this thing's done and dusted. Like, it, because like, it was just... It wasn't an old school find, but like, um, one of... It's either... Oh, no. It got given to me. That's right. Um, it got given to me and they're like, see if it works. If it works, you can have it. If not, throw it out for us I'm like yeah okay cool I'm like do you know anything about it and they're like no I'm like okay cool cool well, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be nice to just have this in the collection and say I have this camera that'd be sick uh, so I've only taken one shot with it so far but yeah I put batteries in it and I bought two rolls of film for it so I'll use this one lot of film and then I'll give the other film to you and see how you go with it yeah. too So because I have yeah no experience in this one it's film you might like using it I don't know you have a dabble with it it's got an extended like uh, what do you call it um, adapter shutter thing on the front of it too an extra oh, lens yeah. sorry see what I mean like I'm fucking useless <laughs> eh? oh, I struggle um, with terminology too it's got it's got a, a lens adapt, uh, adaption, adapter thing on the front so yeah um, I know little about it I'll give it to you you can have a crack yeah, and, yeah? fuck, fuck yeah. it yeah um, the other thing I was gonna ask you about before we um before we wrap up as well was your process in making that booklet that you did yeah uh, Wormfest uh, yeah the Wormfest yeah. booklet what, what inspired that idea um i i think like i um in trying to learn photography i bought a ton of like zines or photo books from like people that i looked up to and um i always love the idea of having something physical like mm-hmm. to hold my work so it's not just you know posting it to instagram and letting it like die on the hard drive like yeah, actually yeah, yeah. um creating something with it and so um yeah i when i shot Wormfest, i didn't have the intention to make a zine it was just once the like the all the scans came back i was like i was in love with like the entire thing i was like mm-hmm. like really like proud of like the work that i created and it was like fuck it maybe, maybe i'll just do one i'll do like throw it together because um i went through a place called blurb yeah. um and so they have a really good plug-in for adobe indesign and so i kind of just threw together this book um and did a, a test print um just it was meant to just more be for myself and mm-hmm. than anything else uh and it came back and I was like flicking through it and was chatting to my partner and well like I was kind of like should I should I like print more of these and like try and like sell them and she yeah. was like isn't isn't this what you're doing isn't this a test print like <laughs> yeah of course like go yeah. for it um and so yeah I just DIY, you know, DIY, uh, DIY, 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 <laughs> big day, <laughs> <laughs> big week. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I just did it myself, ordered a bunch of copies, um, 
And yeah, I sent out a heap of freebies to the bands, the showrunners, you know, um, just yeah. so because you know profiting off off their face or their event, I was like, oh, you can at least have like you can at least have a copy, you, guys you know? Can, yeah, yeah, you can have a free book. It's still sweet. I'm making money off. It, yeah, so. yeah, because I bought your copy of um, Borgie. Uh, he got some of your some of your books in uh, with uh, postcode as well. Yeah. So I was like, man. I mean, and both like your style his style um just his, his I, I don't know how to explain his but like it's just wild isn't it yeah like I, like there's like the motions and the movements in with it as well as the black and white and i always thought that was really hard to fucking do like how do you do that shit i try it i've tried i get it has to be something to do with the shutter speed or how i think so it, like. plus like he's he's always seems to be like right in the middle like yeah. right in the thick of it so maybe it's just like moving that, that creates yeah, yeah right like he's just getting bumped and shit and and then just still taking the shot anyway, and yeah. that's what's causing it. Yeah, that's, but that's it. Always cool. like I don't know how he does it. It's always like the the subject is always bang on in focus, and then it's yeah. like around them is like kind of like the motion blur and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's like fuck? fucking a distorted reality and shit <laughs> yeah. that's happening, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? I move that's when so I good. take a picture, and it just looks like just shit. Like everything's much dink. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I I I rarely ever like get the thing up close to my face. Eh? Like I never really get the camera up around here for me what i'll tend to do is i'll either you know because with my one you can move the lens i'll move the the screen on it so you can see what you're doing so if i'm doing those high shots i'll flick the screen up facing oh right and then aim it up like that so i can see what i'm doing uh and then the same thing like for the most part i'm usually taking the shots around my belly button yeah stomach or i'll aim it up closer to like my chest nipple line sort of thing like that and i'm just like aiming it up and down and just like maybe going from left to right but usually what i'll always do do though is i will make sure that if it's the person that i'm taking a shot of um that i'm you, you'll see me fucking do it sometimes like i'll just follow them yeah. for like a good 30 seconds to a minute and i'll just it, it, taking photos in the same breath as well but while i'm doing that though i'm just like working out their pattern oh, when they're on the yeah, stage man. like where they go from left to right are they doing some weird shit don't want to head bang or whatever they're hitting a certain part in the song or whatever like i ought to ruin a good for that because they know whenever uh, whenever a like changeover is coming and they tie it in with where they go on the stage in between and shit because there's three of them uh, guitarist, bassist and the drummer but he's the vocalist too so there's only three people on stage uh, so they have that movement to be able to go from left to right and they're constantly moving so I'm just like if I want to get shots of one of them I'm just like fucking following them like a like a yeah. perv you know like fucking <laughs> droppy dax yeah, and just right there no I'm kidding yeah, um, <laughs> but like I'm just I'm just following you I'm just waiting for you to do something interesting or whatever and then snap yeah. and I'll hopefully try and get it in focus and then yeah that's usually, that's just generally how I try and do it and if you, if the crowd's more hectic then I'm fucking turning around and I'm just trying to get a good snippet of it oh, yeah. I, I had one guy just absolutely wipe me out I think it was when Deathbed were playing it was one of those shows at the zoo S- someone I don't know who it was but like it's just right in the back I got fucked yeah oh. <laughs> and I'm just so glad that like I was holding like my hands were sort of over the ledge a little bit at the front so like when i got belted the camera didn't fall on the ground it like stayed up on the stage but oh. i got like sent, <laughs> sent that way and yeah so oh, i got fucked up the camera didn't but like yeah oh, it just felt like a freight train oh. i was kind of pissed at first but then i'm also like in the same breath oh man i love this shit yeah because like, that's that's what i want man the crazier you get the better shots i can get too oh you know? yeah it's and it's you, you kind of start to grow like eyes in the back of your head like it happens once and then you're like okay 
I am. I I I kind of now. I get this sort of. It's hard to explain, but like I just get this sort of weird feeling, like like almost like someone's about to touch me on the shoulder, and I kind of like, and then like I'm seeing someone coming, like oh shit, put your hand up, yeah. like make sure that it come into you. So like I, I guess that's really good about being like just trying to be really aware of your surroundings. It's like I'm always looking around to make sure no one nothing's coming at me, eh? Because I don't want to get hit in the head when I'm not looking. It's the worst, man. I've had it happen before. I don't like it. Yeah. I've done I've done the whole pit life. I've done all that shit for. Yeah, same. It's usually, like, I'm, just, I'm just here to photograph. I don't, I don't want to get kicked. I'm either in the head. I'm either usually the 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 drunk hype dude just pushing the people to get them started and just being like fucking yeah, <laughs> or I'm taking shots and I'm yeah. doing the same thing too. Like I'm trying to hype people up and I'm like fucking move move <laughs> mate. get get g'd up. I love this shit and yeah, it, it's just like that that whole process. Like because I want to try something like that too with making because I'd love to see my own work in in a book as well. So uh, I've just been tossing and turning about whether or not I do it on a zine or if I do it in a booklet sort of thing like you did. And you know, did what what ultimately made you go with the the book? Um, I I think I just liked how it, how it felt. Like it wasn't more like that was like my plan. It was just I sent it through blurb. I'd sent like a couple like every year I do. Um, like a little photo book just of the photos I took that year just to kind of just okay. to commemorate the year yeah. Um, and it'd be like you know I went to Europe like at the back end of 2019 so mm. 2019's book was like the Europe shots yeah. and, um, so I've, I've always portfolio yeah yeah exactly yeah. and it's just like a nice little keepsake um, like memory wise but then also um, I guess kind of shows how I'm progressing as a photographer plus it's just cool to have yeah um, and so I'd always just kind of had like done the the booklets Mm -hmm. so um so when uh yeah when when i put it together it was just it was a no-brainer and you know i I call it a zine but it's not technically a zine yeah um but i feel like a bit of a wanker saying like (laughs) here's my photo book i don't feel like i'm at that level when i can have a photo book you know so i I say a zine because it's like i don't feel like i'm at that level to actually like you've kind of hit it in the middle where you're not quite a zine but you're not quite a photo booklet yeah yeah it's like a, a, a you've got the layout of, you've got the layout of a zine but you've got it made into a booklet yeah yeah that's fucking good that's that's new it's fresh uh, who cares you yeah. call it what you want it's your shit it's your art that's yeah, one of the best that's things it. i think about twist it my too. arm it's a photo diary <laughs> <laughs> it could be whatever you want eh? yeah, yeah call it whatever you want you know it's but yeah it was it was unreal um i didn't expect anything of it i always thought it'd just be something like i like maybe like a handful of people buy it and then it just kind of is something that sits around and I yeah. float after a bit yeah. but yeah within like two days sold all 25 copies of like the first edition and I was just like I was on a like cloud nine for yeah. like a couple of weeks just like that's that's unreal and then it shows having people say like mate I bought your book like that was I really fucking love it good yeah. work and it's like I don't I don't know who you are and you, you bought my book like that oh, that to me was like just every you? time yeah, yeah it was like that's yeah. mind blowing you know like you don't know was, how to react eh yeah, yeah. I was just I was always so like I just thank them yeah. and they probably go what's with this guy and I'm just going thank you <laughs> yeah. so much man yeah. <laughs> no, no no thank you what what yeah. <laughs> just, what do you mean it's like oh do you have no idea you yeah. have no idea it's yeah. it's just it's unreal and I, I think like everyone should give it a crack you know any creative field create something physical and 
Yeah. Just just to hold it, it's like a special feeling, you know. So yeah, like uh, I guess yeah, putting putting my own frames out or of my own photos, like just even it's something as simple as that, just felt really nice. It's yeah. it's a nice little gesture too for for what I was doing. Like I gave all the guys an entrapment uh, a photo of themselves uh, framed and shit too. Uh, I did the same for the uh, the what do you call it, Blight Town Records when they had one of their bands come up um burial pit i took photos of them and they were fucking phenomenal they were so good and i got some really good shots of them and yeah he hit me up and he was like man can i get some for the studio and i was like yeah dude of course yeah. of course yeah yes yes yeah <laughs> definitely and, yes and he he was even like yeah i'll give you a little bit extra as well like you know so i was like that's that's awesome someone wanted photos of that but he was like yeah this is one of the first bands or one of the earlier bands that i'd signed to my label and you know they're good mates and shit and i was like mate by all means if you really like them that much and put them up in your office and whatnot happy to do it yeah you know and yeah so i sent them off to him and it just it, i felt i felt like a I felt really important when I was in the post office yeah. sending it away too and I'm like trying to think oh got to put it a certain way so I can get it uh, in in the box for the shipping and you know don't want don't want it to break because oh. there's glass it's framed and shit too no so. one ever tells you about that like how pesky it is to post shit oh man <laughs> like that yeah. is Borgy and ads and, and and anyone else that does the the record selling shit props to you yeah. props to you that is is insanely difficult. I was just sending like books, and I was like, "This is so yeah, like, even, it's, like it's, you have trouble like, with books." Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, it's just another thing that when you have to DIY at another expense that you have to look oh. into. Like I know there's fucking money involved and all that shit, obviously, but like, yeah, it the satisfaction to a certain point that you get out of it, regardless of all that money crap. Like it's just it's nice. Oh, like, it's man. nice at the end of the day that someone enjoys the shit that you do. Yeah, even if you. Feel feel uncomfortable at the time like but you know you have time to think about it and you're like man someone likes shit that i do yeah and that like it, it still blows my mind like, yeah. when i like yeah when you have people come up to you and go like really like yeah. this stuff's like really cool and it's just like or like someone dms me and say oh you know like do you have tips i'm like yeah of course yeah yeah like it's because there's that's something that i i hate and something i don't know if you found it getting into photography but you have like some gatekeepers they just don't like that like sort of they have made a big or kind of know what they're doing but they're like it's like it's like a trade secret or something like they don't want to yeah like, like you, I haven't really them. had that yet so much on my end I mean it could happen down the track but yeah no I, from experience I haven't really had anything like that yet other than the lighting guy at the zoo where I just fuck off um, you know that's I love it. the zoo though it's a great venue not trashing the zoo at all but whoever that guy was I don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone I'm taking photos and no one was getting annoyed anyway uh, apart from him obviously uh yeah like love that place too um yeah it's it's just there's so much there's really so much to do and uh what look looking forward for for this year man like what have you got planned oh well i had a big january planned but i guess like like everyone in the industry um it's you know, been it's very kinda, on and off yeah yeah kind of yeah so uh in march me and my partner we're moving down to to melbourne mm. uh 
I, moving down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, so what are you? What about here? What about <laughs> oh. here? You're doing photos up here, bro. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll still fly up. You know, <laughs> that, that was the that was the the tough thing because um, we wanted to change the scenery, like mix it up a bit. Mm-hmm. With um, with obviously the last couple of years, we've been dying for a bit of an adventure. So yeah, we we thought like yeah, we'll we'll, we'll move down. And initially, I was like yeah, yeah, of course. But now it's like leaving the Brisbane scenes a bit. Like, oh, I really like it up here, you know. Like, obviously yeah. Melbourne's got like a great scene too. Oh yeah, dude, don't get me wrong. You know, so, but it's yeah, it's uh, it it's been home, and you know, I whereabouts in Melbourne? Um, oh, we're thinking like the the Brunswick, Brunswick North Coast okay. area. I'll, um, yeah, I'll reach out to a couple of um band friends and see uh when you get down there, like whereabouts they live and shit, and when they do gigs and stuff, and I'll pass them on to you so you can nice. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, because I'm thinking there's a couple in my head that are sticking out right now that should be bonker shows when they go down. And whether or not they have someone to do six shots, um, I'll ask them and see oh. for you, man. Man, I, yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate that. that that'd be great. Because that's also like the nerve-wracking thing is like moving to a new scene. Yeah. You know, not really knowing too many people. And you're like, you know, I mean, it was the same up here in Brisbane when you first kick off. You don't really know people. You just sort of rock up to just, shows. and Just go and do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Post so. them online tag them if they like it they like it and yeah you just be like, if you want more yeah which, which is a cool thing that it's like you see these band play you take their picture and then like they're like reposting or whatever and you're like that's oh, that's yeah. that's sick like i yeah. just was like for like however long like at the show I was going like these guys are sick and then they're you know they're reposting your stuff and you're like that's yeah that's like an unreal thing too or interacting with them and it's yeah it's i just it's so fun it's everything cool. about yeah. music photography is so fun it is yeah and, and, and documenting it yeah so people know like who's got the psycho crazy shows as well and yeah exactly yeah it's just awesome i love hardcore for that too oh yeah it's got to come back and it's got to come back hard man like real hard any of these shows coming up now look if you listen just go hard get get psycho get get this energy back like bring on you know chaos let's let's try let's try and reinvigorate the scene again i know it's hard to right now but we can sort of do a slow burn of it can't we you know like a couple of shows here and there build it back up everyone sort of you know dodge the spicy if possible yeah you know so far so good for me yeah <laughs> uh, yeah same here yeah. Yeah. um I, i'm pretty impressed to be honest considering just being out and about and stuff and still working luckily we've got shit in place at work still it's going good but yeah like it's there's just so much so much potential for for crazy stuff to happen again now yeah like now that everything's starting to open back up again and i don't know about you but i'm pissed off about a lot of things you know so yeah. you know bring it to the shows get amongst your your rallies and your protests and 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 the protest music and and that aspect of it too like bring back songs about fucking hating hating the pollies and and hating the coppers and shit you know because they're they're pretty scummy right now yeah. so like yeah let, definitely let's let's hear about it and let's let's show it at the shows like uh, yeah I'll, you know i'll be the same i'll, I'll bring that same energy <laughs> i want the same thing too you know so yeah like it's a bit i didn't even pretty bummed about that now that's a, that's a shame i was hoping to do some shit like collaborate but oh yeah like um still can i we'll still like i still got family up here so i'll still be yeah. like um like even though i will be living in melbourne i guess mm. obviously doing shit down there but yeah. i still want to kind of fly up and still yes yeah, because like brisbane is home like at the mm. end of the day like it is still like where i grew up like yeah. family i love the scene i love like 
like the community here and so yeah yeah well, well i am moving it's yeah i'll still be i'll still be popping up around the place so yeah well there is there's supposed to be a gig i don't know what the status is of it at the moment it's been postponed so many times but i was meant to be going down to melbourne a couple of years back for the red shore reunion gig and oh, that had yeah. like it had like d's nuts shinto katana and someone else uh uh zeolite which are like some crazy ass death metal band and like just that whole gig would have been insane uh uh, it's been postponed but like it hasn't been cancelled it's still gonna happen but like it just I don't know what's happening yet, yeah obviously, right so well, yeah, I mean, we'll the, be down in Melbourne at some point yeah yeah know? well I was meant to pop down this Saturday for Weird Place Fest um, bought tickets Weird Place Fest yeah yeah it's um you had uh, Stonefield and Miniskirt headlining oh, it okay. yeah so um that was meant to go on Weird Place Fest 4 was meant to happen just kind of like I think maybe like March of when like 2020 once yeah, yeah. Like lockdowns and shit kind of kicked in yeah um, and then they did 4.5 we replaced 4.5 okay. as sort of like a, a mini fest in between because like 4 got cancelled and so a half half yeah, yeah but that's I think this is its second or third postpone oh, and so yeah, yeah it's it's like from the floor up. Yeah. Yeah just, yeah. yeah. just even though it looks like it's going ahead right at the last second, they're like, yeah, we, we can't. Yeah. And it's like, it's such a bummer. We can't justify it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it can, it, that's, that's been one of the biggest, the hardest things I think about this whole era right now is that, is the, the cancellation shit and the very little support that's been given. But uh, somehow we're still here. You know? oh, we're still fucking here. It's hard, but we're here. Can't rely on the politicians. Yeah. The community's here for though the scene will push through but yeah no that, help to the fucking that is exactly right man and that's something that I hope continues to grow as well yeah. like the community aspect of it it's very very strong right now and it can only get stronger in my eyes so I hope it does yeah you know? um, we've and probably hit that mark where we should wind up I mean unless we go if we go any longer like I think people might tune out <laughs> you know I'm kind of going to put a cap on these uber long podcasts I think so I think we might wrap it up my friend yeah. Um, it's been an awesome chat. What I was going to say is that you're not in a band, but what has, uh, we'll, we'll finish it out with hopefully a song that I play off this, uh, of maybe one of the recent gigs that you went to and like, who's been a standout for you, uh, to, to photograph. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, the last show that I photographed was the chats and perv endings at the, the Tivoli. Yeah. Um, that was pretty unreal. That was my first like big venue show. Yeah. Um, um, and it was a show that I think it was like 18 months in the making, like that it kept just getting postponed. So right, yeah. um, it was the show that we thought would never come. So everyone went off. It was such a good time. Great to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I'd have to say one, a show that stands out would have to be my first one, which was the last Sharky Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, photographed my mates, Stone Witches. Um, it was the first show that I, that I photographed. Um, yeah, I just asked if I could jump in and you know just just photograph him just to practice um and i totally fucked up my first shot i thought i had my flash on but i didn't yeah um and at the time stonies they released um an album called machine efficient so they had masks on with like all these led lights um to kind of make it look like a circuit board mm-hmm. um and so i totally fucked up the shot on yon the bassist um and thought the flash was on it wasn't um, and i was like oh fuck i just totally stuffed it up but it turned out to be like one of my favorite 
terrorist shots of all time because <laughs> it's like because uh, you had like the light kind of behind him, mm-hmm. and because there was no light on him, all you could see was like the LED lights on the mask. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's actually, and he kind of like had just turned to the camera too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is like sick. I love this shot. It, and it's like, yeah, it's still so funny that my first shot is my favorite and it was a total accident. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it at all. Oh, that's awesome. I love those ones. The unintentional shots and you're like, fuck, that's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. They're hitting you know, gems in the, when the roll comes back and you're like, oh, it's exactly like it, it's broken fucking record, right? Uh, it's exactly that same shot. Uh, the, the kind of shot that I took of. Um, Shackles the one that I put up t- today uh, of Mark where he's just looking kind of munted that was sort of like between shots but it's like one of my favourites you know and, and it's the same with uh, Toy uh, I've got a shot of him kind of in between singing but he, he's just got that munted face like <laughs> it's so good I yeah. love it and uh, yeah, I'll prob- maybe I'll put that one up tomorrow I think it's like it captures the energy you know like it's like yeah. that it's yeah. not it, I don't know it doesn't feel posed I guess like yeah. In a way, because that's what you can kind of. Yeah, it's like it is the energy. It is like people getting into it and And that. Yeah, unfiltered, as they would say. It's so good. (laughs) All right, so Stone Witches is that what you want to go with then to finish it out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From Machine Efficient, which song? Uh, Mechanized. Where are we? Mechanized first one. Okay, that's a great one. All right. Well, Ben, my friend, it's been an awesome chat. I've really enjoyed. uh, Yeah, thank you. The conversation that we've had. I hope. those listening enjoyed it as well and heard a little bit about photography and how noob we are at it (laughs) but we fucking love it fake it till you make it yeah exactly man (laughs) and if you like the black and white style hit us up we'll see what we can do yeah um and when you move down to melbourne um hit up the melbourne crew and uh see see how we go with that eh but in the meantime let's go go home the lights are off now (laughs) they literally just turned off that's amazing (laughs) such good timing and uh we'll finish it off with uh stone witch's machine machine efficient album mechanized that you have photographed for yeah it's very cool so peace out peace and love cheers take care everyone take care
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.